The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, at the beginning of every episode, if you're new to the Sexy Cool Lounge flavor, thank you. Thank you for coming on board. Thank you for being a part of this journey, this inspiring journey, right? This empowering journey that we are on. If you want to check out any one of our previous episodes from one to 84 with this being episode number 85, y'all. 85 is in the books. Going over to the website, www.sexycoollounge.com. And you can also follow the podcast on any one of your favorite podcast platforms. If you happen to be on social media, Instagram, give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge. And y'all know, you can always find me on Facebook. Send me a friend request and I will definitely accept, okay? And for 2023, the big surprise is, yep, Sexy Cool Lounge is on YouTube, y'all. Go on over there, catch the vibe and subscribe. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Get a chance to see my face more so than you hear my voice in the episodes, all right? So episode 85, I wanted to kind of go in a different direction. Um, And... I was able to reach out to someone who has an amazing experience, an amazing journey. And through her journey, there's been some challenges, right? Some really serious challenges in her life, all right? But through it all, she's been able to persevere those challenges and pretty much reinvent herself from those challenges and reinvent her life from those challenges. And we're talking about some serious challenges, okay? And I felt like her story, her journey was something that I wanted to share, right? Because she's really passionate about where she is now on the other side of that challenge or challenges to where she's now motivating and helping others. And that's what we do here, right? We put positive energy out into the universe. We give good vibes only across the world. So I wanted her to come on and share her story, her journey with us, because I know that there are others out there who can resonate with her vibe because they've been where she's been. And if there's anyone out there who might be able to handle what she's got to say, then I think this will be a really, really good time to connect her with you guys. So without further ado, okay, let me bring in a really good friend of mine. Her name is Mandy Alexis. Mandy, welcome to the Sexy Cool Lounge. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on board. So before we get into why you're here and your story, your amazing, inspiring story, First question out the gate always is, Mandy, what does sexy cool mean to you? 
Well, sexy cool means to me is being totally aligned with yourself, uh, feeling in your like your most empowered, most higher higher being, like most authentic self, like just really feeling that like cool, confident, chill vibe within that you would bring forth instead of all of the like, you know, anxieties and, and layers that we, we fought, like gather throughout our lives, right? So crazy, sexy, cool is just being, being aligned with who, who you truly are. Awesome. You know, there is no right or wrong answer to that question, right? And as I've said before, and I will continue to say it, I can ask that question a million times and I will never get the same answer twice because it's all alignment <laughs> with the perspective of the person who is answering the question. So thank you, Miss Mandy, for answering the question and giving us your energy on what does sexy cool mean to you? Thank you so much. So the reason why I wanted to have you here is I feel like you have an amazing story to share, okay? And I want to try to get that message out help further get that message out, if you will. So I'm going to like take this opportunity to allow you to tell us about you and share your story and where you were, where you came from and how you got to be in this most positive of positive places in your journey to where now you're helping others along their way. So if you could Give us a moment and share that with us, please. Sure. So my story is that I was a functioning cocaine addict for 16 years, but however, my drug use started way before then. So by the time I was 12 was the first time I tried marijuana. Um, by 14, I had thrown in alcohol, acid, mushrooms. Then by 16, ecstasy was thrown into the mix. And then 19 cocaine and all these other drugs still continued along with me with that journey. And then I was hooked for 16 years of my life, just doing, you know, in that party life, like really depending on uh, that escape, right. From, from the alcohol, from the booze or from the drugs, like that was who I was. I was very much like the, the party girl. And when I say functioning, it's because I still maintained what society would say um, is a successful life in the sense of, you know, like I had no issues graduating with honors during high school. And then, you know, I opened up businesses. I was volunteering. I was doing all the family, like, you know, family get togethers and things. Um, but I was destroying myself, like from on the inside, like my outside, I was able to maintain, if you will. Um, but yeah, so, and now I've literally completely reinvented my life. I'm three and a half years clean from, from drugs. And I'm now living in Nicaragua by the beach. I have created my own business where I like do it online so I can just take it anywhere. Um, and my, my biggest feat out of all this is the healing that I've done, right? So I never would have got this far if I didn't do the work of why did I live that life in the first place? Like, what was it that was attracting me to the alcohol and the drugs and the escape, right? 
um, and looking deep within myself at my childhood traumas and my teenage traumas and my traumas I created when I was in my 20s and really doing the work. So the healing journey, which is like super uncomfortable, it's scary, you know, it, that is, is what got me to the point where I am today. So let's stop right there because you, you hit on some really uh, major points that I want to kind of highlight on, which is one throughout that portion of your journey, the partying and, and the labeling, the party girl and, and the functioning, you know, person. Okay. You talked about having to, to do the work. Like once you realize that that was not where you wanted to be anymore, when you made that decision, you also made the decision that I'm not going to just pretend like this didn't happen and then try to move forward you actually got uncomfortable with being uncomfortable with going back in time to try to figure out how do I heal from the things that I was just inadvertently doing that kind of put me on this destructive path, right? Yes. Yes. So just to kind of touch on a little bit about my mindset in a sense, like, so when I was starting using drugs, anything, marijuana, like experimenting as like a teenager. In that moment in time, I wasn't thinking to myself, oh, I need to escape my reality, right? Like I I honestly believed that I was just trying drugs, right? But what, like, that it wasn't until later in life that I realized like, well, what was the pull? Like, why was I always needing to be trying the next thing? Like, what is the next thing? And then why couldn't I let go of it, right? So it was, it was important for me to, to, you know, go back and, and look at what teenage Mandy was doing and why she was doing it. Because like in those moments, I never was saying to myself, oh, I don't like my life. I need to escape. Like there's so much trauma here. Like it was subconscious that I was doing it right. Like to escape, not, not knowing it in the moment. So, but like moving forward and just, you know, looking at, at my life, like there's no way there wasn't something I wasn't trying to escape if I had gone from one drug to the next drug to the next drug, you know? And I think that's what I find fascinating is you took the ability to want to go back and figure out the teenage Mandy or the early twenties Mandy, where I think and this is just my opinion that sometimes people don't want to go back and because they don't want to go back and try to figure out there's never really that true healing process down the road. And that's where I feel like you're the most valuable in this conversation is that you can inspire people to say, Hey, no, you, you as as uncomfortable as it may be, you got to go back and you got to try to, understand maybe why some things happened the way that they did. And if you can't do it yourself, then there are other people out there who are qualified to help you go back and figure things out so that you can start the healing process along your journey. Am I kind of, am I kind of hearing correctly? Yeah. And like, just to make a point about like recovery and healing and stuff. So like, obviously 
uh, I started with my mindset, right? Like I needed to change the conditioning of my mind because like everything was surrounding a party and like even just the addiction itself, like letting go of that social life completely. But it, it's not a just about healing the mind. Like you also have to heal the heart. If you okay. don't heal both, then, then you haven't, then you're just going to fall back. Like you have, like they're coexisting in the way of whatever trauma or pain, they both have a memory. So if you're only focusing on one of them, then you're only doing half the work and you're more likely to slip back into a pattern or a lifestyle or, or people that are not healthy for you. Like, so. Um, and I'm amazed that you say that you were willing to give up a lifestyle or you were willing to give up certain things that you realized that were unhealthy for you and whether it was people or if it was the partying or certain environments that you knew that if you continued to stay around those environment or certain people that you would have a fallback or that it would be difficult for you to continue on with your healthy journey moving forward. And that is what I find fascinating that you had the strength to make those executive decisions and stick with them so that you could have a healthier and better version of yourself. And that's what I find amazing. And yes, thank I, you. I just want to highlight that with you because I think sometimes people struggle with that, the giving up, the realizing that, hey, you know, whatever I did or whoever I hung out with at that moment, I'm realizing now that that's just not a healthy environment for me now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it is, and, and I had to have decision. some really difficult conversations, right? Yeah. Like this was my friends for years and it actually got with my roommate. I had to move, I had to find a new home. Like yeah. there, there was, uh, I literally stopped doing everything I thought I loved to do because anything could turn into co like drinking and cocaine. Like we go bowling. Next thing you know, we're drinking and doing lines. Like wow. we go to a movie and then we go out for a drink. And then the next thing we know, it's five in the morning and we've been up all night, dinner, any kind of event, like anything that you could do, you could turn it into this like party aspect, right? So I, I just stopped doing things, which was like obviously very hard. I'd been a very social person my entire life and always was out and about and doing these things, but Yes, I basically had had enough of what that life was for me and what it was attracting, who I was like, you know, like being on drugs all the time, your brain doesn't work that well. And like there's there was very unhealthy relationships. I was attracting horrible men, you know, and getting treated poorly, but not really realizing I'm being treated poorly because I was in such a low vibe. And like, you know, but I knew I wanted better for myself. I could feel it, but I also knew if I wanted better, like I needed to completely change who I was. It's, 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 it's really cool to hear you say that because I think men and women, and, and I'm not going to just like create this gender direction for just women. Cause I think guys can follow this formula as well, that you know, it's so easy for us to say what we want. Oh, I want a good woman, or I want a good man, or I want a good relationship, right? But sometimes we don't really focus in on what we need to do to give, to get what we want. And sometimes giving 
means that we need to have the hard decisions and the hard conversations with ourselves about what it is that we're attracting from the inside out, right? Yes. We, yes, can't, always because... just, we can't always just look at the outside and say, oh, well, I just want a good man. Well, what are, what are we doing from the inside that radiates some of these decisions and attractions that we're, 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 you know, resonating with? And if we do that change from the inside, then we will attract different vibrations. Um, yeah, of course. And I mean, so, you know, change, like I obviously was only going to attract partiers because I was still very much in that lifestyle. And as much as like I've, I had the boyfriends where we were like, oh, we're going to quit together. We never did. It just got worse. Right. So, you know, even so after even like I say, like doing the healing, like after during recovery and still I'm, I would call myself recovered addict. And now I'm just continuing on my healing journey and evolving journey, which is never ending for us humans. Right. But then once I could, I let go of the drugs and I, I felt more recovered. I started really looking at my like programming too, and my subconscious mind, like, cause that's there too. Like, what did you grow up with? So you see your father treat your mother a certain way or your mother accept a certain kind of behavior from your father or on TV or whatever. And it's going, it's, it's being programmed into us that that's, that's like is okay behavior. So we can know consciously what we want, but if it's trapped in our subconscious mind, it can still attract those, those things that we don't necessarily want from people. So it's, it's really interesting once you start tapping into the subconscious mind and the programming that we, we get throughout our lives. So and how, and, and, and for someone who's listening and resonating with what you're saying, how should they, or how can they like start to reprogram or recalculate the mindset? Is that something that they should reach out to a therapist with? Or is that something that if they make the decision that I don't want to live this way anymore, or I don't want to have this type of relationship with this type of person anymore, what would your experience and, and advice be to like, what is the starting point so that they can live a better life themselves? Right. So for me, I actually uh, discovered his name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. So he talks about all about rewiring the mind and reconditioning the mind. And when I was starting my journey, I listened to his series over and over and over again to understand the brain. He teaches you like why we are the way we are and then gives you meditations and exercises in ways to be able to literally recondition your mind so that you think different right so you know any kind of limiting belief that you may have or even just like negative self-talk for yourself like you have to be like you literally have to stop the thoughts and then change them right and it feels kind of exhausting at first because your mind has just been running as a as a kind of program for years right but it is so worth it because I'm I'm a living proof that that it works like the things that used to go on in my head do not like obviously I still have self-talk and like my ego goes and stuff but it is so much more quieter than it used to be uh -huh. and yeah. like yeah and and even just 
um, like how I feel about myself is way different because I've done the work and it's, it's so powerful. We're so powerful and it's really cool that if we just learn about our minds more and learn about our, like our connections with ourselves more, how much we can actually change within and then the outside will also change. Right. So educating ourselves on how we operate, like learn, like what, how does this work up here? How does it connect it in here? Like, you know, um, so things that I've done is like I said, the Joe Dispenza course, I've done many meditations, like I've done different types of like hypno stuff that works to like tap into like the subconscious mind. Um, other things is just even journaling, like something basic, just getting everything out and really seeing like what comes out of your mind and, and looking at those thoughts and saying like, okay, what do I want to change about this? You know, um, I've done a lot of different mindset, uh, like courses just so you can, or like, um, like listen through on, on, um, on YouTube, right? Like, um, like I would listen to affirmation videos as I fall asleep, like, re like, so it would recondition how I would be thinking about myself. So you, they like just things like that. It's very, it's very powerful, our minds and like what we feed it really is what we believe in it. So I really focused on feeding it more loving messages and, um, like healing messages and stuff. So I'm constantly doing that still. So yeah, I'm a firm believer that, you know, how you speak to yourself and how you let others speak to you mm -hmm. is how your body will grow, okay? If you continue to speak bad about yourself, then I'm a firm believer that unhealthy things are going to come your way, okay? Yes, because it's all connected. It's all it's connected. All connected. Your, the mindset is connected to the heart and the physical. Okay. Now there are some things that are out of our control. Absolutely. Okay. But if we continue to, you know, talk negative about ourselves and always doubt ourselves and never really like put that positive love into ourselves, then we're not going to get a healthy product or a healthy version of ourselves at the end. So no. I just think it, it's it's truly fascinating that through the challenges that you've been through, right, that you took it upon yourself at some point and just said enough is enough. And even though the enough is enough started to started the journey por portion of it, hmm. much as it was hard and challenging and uncomfortable, you stuck through it because you knew that there was going to be a better version of you on the other side, right? Yeah, yeah, I knew, I could feel it within. And like, even just like, as I progressed, like I would feel better, right? Like even a month without doing cocaine, like I did feel better. Like it was, it was also, I felt weird at time, like also, cause I was, you know, my brain was rebuilding and stuff, but I mean, I wasn't like, sketchy from being up all night and then having to go to work or like you know like so there were I noted all of the progress that I was making like even though there were very uncomfortable moments that came with it there were also very like 
enjoyable and pleasurable and, and, and small steps in growth every step of the way. Right. But discomfort did come with it. It's, it's an addiction and, and it does physically, you do physically feel it. Right. Um, so, but I focused on the the good parts, right. I, I knew that if I could feel just this little bit better after a month, like how much more better will I feel after two or three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. also what really helped me at my beginning stages was keeping a gratitude journal because like, holy moly, gratitude is powerful. I'm sure you know that. Right. But just finding those little things like the fact that I woke up in a warm bed, right? The fact that, you know, I could breathe like without trouble, you know, the fact that I had sunshine coming through my window, like I could find small things, even something as silly as like a Q-tip to clean my ear. Like, you know, like you could be grateful for so many things. So I focused a lot on gratitude as I was healing because there was a lot of pain and discomfort that came with it. And so, yeah, I still practice gratitude every day. So, yeah. And, and what, and what are some of the things that you do when you say you practice? So if someone's listening and, and they're like, okay, well, you know, she's asked, she, she's saying that I should have a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. What would be some of the things that they could look at in their own lives to just say, Hey, here's what you can be grateful for. You know? Yeah. Waking up in the morning and you know what, you've got another day to live another moment of your life be, be yeah. for that. you know start yeah start I mean, with that you know what I mean there's a there's so many things I I, I honestly recommend like because this is what I that what I did and it, it helped me a lot because it, it changes your perspective on a lot of things was I'm not sure if you're familiar with the book the magic yeah 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 the, so um she also did like the secrets and stuff so and the power and all of that yeah. so I had the book and I literally, so it's a 28 day practice and it focuses on different areas of life every day. And it's, it's, it's very great because it literally guides you through it. So if you are, are having challenges to finding what to be grateful for, they, they, they show you, they, they, they let you see life in a different way. And I, I just redid that book over and over and over again until I literally was like changing the conditioning of my mind. And I started to see the world differently. Like, I I just want to share like a story, just a a real life example. So I had gotten into a pretty bad car accident and um, and, uh, people around me were being like, oh my God, that must be so annoying. Now you don't have a car and you got to deal with the, like finding a new one and the insurance and all this stuff. And like, I swear my mind was like, none of that. I, I was grateful that people stopped to see if I was okay. I was grateful that there was a tow truck that was able to come and take my car away. I was grateful that my brother dropped everything he was doing to come and get me. I was grateful that I had car insurance and I could get a, like a rental car at like, like half the price. I was grateful that I was like, walked away from that right like all these things <laughs> that people were thinking were annoying like oh you now your car is smashed and now you don't have your car and like like oh you got to go through all the process of buying a new one like my mind was in a totally different realm because I could see all of the magic literally 
that was around me, even though it was terrifying, I was, I was super scared. The crash was horrible. Like, and I was crying. It was, it was very upsetting and, and, and scary. But when going through the steps, my mind was on all the things that were grateful. And it was because I had conditioned my mind to see those things. Right. And it makes a huge difference on how you're going to live your life. Like instead of that, that experience being like extremely frustrating and aggravating, it was pleasant because I could see all of the things to be grateful for, even though I was in a horrible car accident. Understood. Wow. That is amazing. And now on the other side, you're helping other people, right? Yeah. They're just speaking your truth. And you're just keeping that vibe moving through the inspiring way that you are actually reaching out and helping other people through sharing your voice and your story. And that is just, I find amazing because it does resonate with a lot of people. You know, your, your story just connects with so many different people. And I think that that's just awesome. And thank I'm you. Yeah. I really just want like humans to know that we have the power to make the changes that we want. And no matter how long we, our lives were one way or, or what, or what we're into, like, I'm not saying it's not challenging and there's not going to be a lot of, you know, things that come up, but it is very possible. And it's literally just one step at a time. I didn't, this did not happen like this for me. There was many moments where I was crying like dead on the floor, just you know, what the F is this? Right. But then I'm get up and I move, I move on right onto the next healing thing, onto the next thing. But I just, I just feel it's important for people to know that we, we can create whatever it is we desire from this time on earth. Like, Hey, I, I, I'm so much with you on that. Um, and I just, I think that because your story goes to not only just a situation, but it can go a situation or it can go with people, right? It kind of intertwines on both ways. If you're not comfortable in a situation with someone, you can change that, you know, you can change it, but also you can change the environment. You can change the lifestyle. It just, it's all about you making the choice to change and change for the better, but it starts with inside you first. It doesn't start with you deciding I'm going to change my friends. No, you need to figure out why things are happening with you internally first. And mm -hmm. then everything else kind of radiates out in a grid form, if you will, from there. Because if you never change the inside, then you'll always be like, why are all these people always treating me this way or treating me that way? Or why am I always finding myself in a bad situation? so on and so on and so on. Some of it has to do with the choices you make and some of it has to do with you reflecting back on some of the things that you're doing. And I mm -hmm. think that's what my takeaway is from having you on the show today is that you have the ability to change and change for the better. And it's not going to be easy, but change can happen if you're really serious about change for yourself, right? Yes. And just, just to add, like, it will get, well, for, I believe it will get easier. Once you've kind of broke through a certain barrier of your journey, you just are kind of in a different, 
like realm where you have the tools and you understand yourself better and you understand just everything around you better and within better. So the the things that would have used to get me maybe more challenging or more upset or more frustrated, or, you know, I break down more extremely, it's, it's, it lessens because you become better at dealing with the things, right? So it eventually, I feel that it can get easier. Don't get me wrong. You'll still have your major breakdowns. That's just all part of the human experience, but yeah, there is a lot that can that can change once you start making the changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if anybody is resonating with what we're vibing on today and they want to kind of just stay connected with you, right? Tell my listeners where where can we find you? How can they stay in touch with you? So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Mandy Alexis Motivation. Um, so they can follow me on either of those. <clears throat> I actually have, I also created motivational and inspirational art. That was part of my healing journey. It was something that I discovered along the ways that helped me keep going. So all of the photos are by me and the inspirational quotes are by me. So I sell those like canvases and on journals, water bottles, all that, like mugs, things like that. And so they can check out that for some inspiring art to have around their house if they'd like um, at mandyalexismotivation.ca. .ca. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, family. If you have not written any of this down, this will be in the show notes and it will be also up on her uh, profile on the sexycoolliance.com website as well. So you'll be able to uh, connect with her and check out her artwork. And um, let's show her some love because she is definitely showing the universe some love in extraordinary ways, y'all. So let's make sure we show Miss Mandy some love. Mandy, it has been a pleasure having you in the Sexy Cool Lounge and vibing with you on your amazing story. And I congratulate you on the success of your journey and your continued journey. How about that? Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you giving me a platform to, uh, to share and hopefully inspire others to go get the life they want. Go get the life they want. So we gonna on that note, y'all, we're going to go get the life that we want. And as we're getting the life that we want, let's make sure that we continue to love ourselves, love ourselves enough to radiate your vibe family. And let's never forget y'all that even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode.